the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics, Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hello, folks. Welcome to another edition of Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Naiman coming to you from San Bernardino, having a great uh, Saturday afternoon here. And my special guest today is Dr. Timothy Wheeler. Dr. Timothy Wheeler is with the Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership, and he has a tale of woe, a tale of woe about our particular California government, and I'm talking about the People's Republic of Occupied California, uh, headquartered out of Sacramento. And we're going to get into that, but first off, I have a little bit more local news that I want to go over. Those of you who follow us on Facebook page at Firing Line Radio Show, you've seen this post. Uh, Also check us out, get our podcast at FiringLineRadio.com. But this comes from the NRA Members Council, so hat tip to them. Um, Anti-gun judicial candidate, Burke Strunsky. Those of you in the Riverside area, Burke Strunsky. Everybody always asks, what judges should I vote for? Well, flat out, let me tell you, vote no on Burke Strunsky. Um, Attorney Burke Strunsky is running for Superior Court judge. He must be defeated. And I'm reading right from the press release, folks. Judicial candidate Strunsky is the legal architect behind San Francisco's failed Proposition H. Prop H, arguably the most extreme gun control measure ever proposed in this state. Prop H would have completely banned civilian handgun possession by San Francisco residents, as well as banned the sale, transfer, or distribution of any firearm or ammunition within San Francisco. The notorious anti-gun politician Chris Daly, former San Francisco supervisor and sponsor of Prop H, credited Strunsky as an instrument or tool in the drafting of Prop H. Thankfully, the right to self-defense was saved when Strunsky's attack, when Prop H was struck down by 2008 NRA CRPA lawsuit, uh, fiscal versus city of San Francisco. Drafting Prop H took a lot of legal creativity and anti-gun motivation. If elected to the Superior Court, the bias that Strunsky put into drafting Prop H as a lawyer will no doubt be reflected in his interpreting laws and regulations against gun owners as a judge. He's going to have the right to rule on, on things, folks. Help stop Strunsky from be- bringing his San Francisco biases against gun owners to Riverside County courts. Don't contribute money to Strunsky's campaign. Vote against him on the June 7th primary election. Um, June 7th, the day of infamy. And encourage your friends to do the same. The good news is one of Strunsky's opponents in the race, D.W. Duke, has made it clear in public statements that he believes in a robust right to bear arms. Based on his statements, the NRA and CRPA recommend voters in Riverside support Duke's campaign, D.W. Duke. 
just remember John Wayne, Duke's campaign for judge and help him defeat Strunsky as the other candidates for this judicial seats. If you don't, if you haven't done so already, register to vote permanently by mail, but make sure that you get in there June 7th. Vote against Strunsky. Vote for D.W. Duke. We want the Duke. No Strunsky. Um, this happens all the time, guys. We get these candidates that sneak in. I mean, here's a guy writing laws in San Francisco, relocates, or, or maybe he was down here to begin with, but now he wants to run as a judge in our area. Why? Why do these people keep sneaking into power without us noticing, right? Here's your chance to do something against it. Vote for Duke. That's my unabashed uh, reading of this. A newsletter from the NRA Members Council uh, against Strunsky. We do not need one more, not one more, anti-gun, anti-Second Amendment, anti-Constitution, anti-American politician or judge in our country. We, we don't need any more. We have more than we need already. And to testify to that effect, I have Dr. Timothy Wheeler. Now, Dr. Timothy Wheeler has been on several times before. He has a great organization called Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. And... Um, Tell us a little bit about that to begin with, Doctor. Well, thanks for having me on, Philip, uh, first. You know, Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership is, is an organization, a nationwide organization of about 1,400 at this point. Uh, medical doctors. 1,400 doctors, professionals in the field. Yes, medical doctors. That's a mix of medical doctors, scientists, uh, other health professionals, uh, students. And they're dedicated to supporting gun rights and support gun ownership for any legitimate purpose, including self-defense. Um, I formed this organization about 20 years ago, a little over 20 years ago, in response to a culture war that was starting up at that time that was being waged by organized medicine, groups like the American Medical Association, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American College of Physicians. These are all very urban, uh, uh, very progressive uh, medical organizations that are known for not representing their members, uh, but they do advance a very strong anti-gun agenda. Um, and they use what we call junk science to um, support taking away our guns. So it's almost like it's almost like some of the police unions you hear come out and backing people that are anti-gun, even though the police officers in the field are voting the complete opposite way. Yes, yeah, that's that's a good analogy, Philip. And so uh, it turns out, uh, as you said, you know, that most doctors do not support this anti-gun, gun confiscation, gun prohibition agenda of these uh, medical groups like the AMA. Um, they're just like everybody else. You know, a majority of them support gun rights. And so we formed this organization 20 years ago uh, to counter this uh, culture war against gun owners being waged by the public health community. Now, you actually did some testifying nationwide, or in, in Washington, D.C., I should say, 20 years ago under the Clinton administration, right? Yes. Yeah, that was back in 1996. And this is really when this whole thing, it's relevant to what we're discussing today, too, this uh, bill in Sacramento. Um, 20 years ago, Congress noticed, uh, with our help, that is, that Officials at the Federal Centers for Disease Control, that's the organization that's concerned with uh, wiping out infectious disease. Ebola. Spraying from uh, mosquitoes to prevent malaria earlier in the century. Hantavirus. Ebola, hantavirus. Well, that's when you could prevent malaria because you could actually use DDT. <laughs> yes. And that's a different story. But they actually did have a very uh, honorable mission back in those days. But somewhere along the line, 
um, in the 1980s, 1990s, they decided at the top levels of the CDC that they were going to consider gun ownership a disease. Guns are a virus, and gun ownership is a disease, and it has to be wiped out. Now, this is interesting because the timing seems that it all hit at the same time. Now, in the 80s, people got in place. They got entrenched. What happened was the 60s radicals, the progressives, the Alinsky crowd realized that in order to change the system, they had to become the system. They get entrenched in these certain things. And once they move up the management power because they've been there a certain period of time, they start making policy changes. So all of a sudden, the CDC went from getting rid of, of malaria, cholera, all those other tuberculosis, terrible infectious diseases, the ones they don't, they don't count, um, they don't even screen immigrants for anymore. Um, those diseases, trying to get rid of those, and now it's more of this ideological policy mode that they've implemented. Yes, very much so. And you wouldn't believe, Philip, and our listeners out there, you would not believe the way that these people actually think. Uh, back in, in those early days, in the 90s, uh, these these folks were a lot more open, a lot more honest about their real agenda. And so you had the director of the Firearms Research Division, uh, the National Center for Injury Prevention and Control in bureaucraties at the CDC, Dr. Mark Rosenberg, he actually was quoted in a Washington Post article as saying that he wanted his agency to convince Americans that guns are, quote, dirty, deadly, and banned, end of quote. He actually said that and was quoted in the Washington Post. So anyway, we, uh, I was one of three medical doctors in 1996 who went to Washington who testified before the House Appropriations Committee. That's the committee that controls the, the, the purse funds, strings. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and said, look, our Centers for Disease Control is not spraying for mosquitoes. They're not fighting uh, you know, viruses and trying to wipe out polio. This was 96, remember. They are trying to ban guns. And look, this is what they want to do. Here's, here are the quotations of their uh, leadership. Uh, I show them a uh, poster, the cover of a newsletter uh, out here in uh, San Francisco by the Trauma Foundation that was dedicated to uh, gun control. And they were shocked. Uh, they were amazed. And they said, oh, well, we're, we're not going to spend the people's money to fund that kind of gun control advocacy. So that is when the funds were cut off for that kind of activity at the CDC. You made a, a couple of friends back there, did you? <laughs> They've never forgotten, never forgotten. Uh, there is a group of researchers at, in the public health uh, community at places like Harvard, Johns Hopkins, uh, who um, make a career out of producing this junk science against guns. And they, their source of funds was suddenly cut off. As well it should be. You know, this is not something that the federal government or state government should ever be funding is junk science. Um, you know, it's, it's amazing that they go out of their way to try and curtail our rights and our God-given rights that are enumerated and listed in the uh, Declaration of Independence and in the Bill of Rights. So don't give me grief on which one I said first. This is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. We'll be right back after this. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. 
As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM 590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick! That's right, folks, Boomstick Radio. And every week on the Firing Line Radio Show, our conversation revolves around firearms hunting gun rights afforded to all Americans under the Second Amendment of the Constitution. Our faithful companion in the battle to uphold these rights has been our longtime sponsor, Vince Torres, Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're not armed for protection or recreation, shame on you. Then Bullseye Sport in Riverside is where you need to go for small arms, rifles, ammo, shotguns, accessories, and much more. After you purchase that firearm, Vince and I highly recommend you attend a certified firearm safety and training course, one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essential to the safe and efficient use of your firearms. For more information on the certified firearm course, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside, 951-823-0211, or visit the website in bullseyesport.com for a schedule of classes, because at Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, they believe and safety first, 951-823-0211. You know, there's a great scene in the movie Unforgiven um, <clears throat> where at the very end of the movie, the one I keep rerunning back and forth when Clint Eastwood comes into the saloon and he shoots the barkeeper who had his friend out front and uh, the sheriff says, you, sir, a coward, you shot an unarmed man. And he says, well... He should have armed himself if he's going to decorate his saloon with my friend. <laughs> so, so, folks, it's always better to be armed than not armed. And uh, thank you, Vince, for your support. <clears throat> and sorry for that rough, rough uh, imitation of Clint Eastwood. Anyway, folks, I'm here with Dr. Tim Wheeler. This is Philip Naiman, Firingland Radio Show. Check out our Facebook page, Firingland Radio Show, and online get the podcast at firinglineradio.com. We're still giving away cutting edge nine millim- PhDs, nine millimeter, and forty five ACP. Go to Firingland Radio Show Facebook page, share that on your page, and you just may win. I just gave away another box last night to uh, 
another listener, so check it out. I'm giving them away till they're all gone. Anyway, Dr. Timothy Wheeler, uh, he's with Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. He is fighting the good fight. He just started this last session telling you about what he did started 20 years ago and how he's still in the same fight. Dr. Wheeler, you want to pick it up as to what you were doing, say, last week? Okay, last week, we laid a little background about 20 years ago when the CDC's uh, funds for uh, promoting gun control were cut off by Congress. Um, And that was one of the reasons, the stated reasons at least, uh, that a new effort here in California uh, has been made earlier this year. And that was a bill introduced by Senator Wolk up in the uh, uh, Davis-Sacramento area. That's where her district is. Uh, And this bill... Uh, Senate Bill 1006. Uh, D- Davis is exactly how far from Sacramento? Oh, it's just a few miles uh, west. You know, it's exactly. just almost like a suburb of it. Um, this is called the Firearm Violence Research Center Bill, SB 1006. And uh, what this would do uh, would be to take your tax money. Because it's a surplus now. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's not like, uh, you know, we don't have a lot of tax money lying around. We have to let all the prisoners out of jail because there's no money for that. But we have a surplus now so we can spend money on this. Exactly. So shell out $5 million to start out with, California, uh, to fund a brand new, they say, Firearm Violence Research Center at the University of California. Now, uh, that's what the bill says. But in actuality, what this is, is a bill to provide funding for an existing research center, which is called the Violence Prevention Research Program at the UC Davis, the University of California, Davis, which just so happens to be located smack dab in the middle of Senator Wolk's district. So this actually looks more like a redistribution of taxpayer funds for a political agenda purpose. Absolutely. And that political agenda is taking away your firearms. Dr. Garen Wintemute, who is the... Who's, who's, say, say that name again. Dr. Garen Wintemute. He is the unstated beneficiary of this bill. He's the one who stands to gain millions of dollars in grants for his uh, his little factoid factory at the UC Davis. How many people are in that department, his um, uh, violence prevention research program? Uh, it's Dr. Garen Winnemute, um, and then there's Dr. Garen Winnemute, and I think the other person is Dr. Garen Winnemute. No, so, no I'm, uh, seriously, he does have a, a staff, a small staff of people, some research folks there who assist him, but he is... Less than fa- 10 people? Yes, Yes. If you look at his website, the Violence Prevention Research Program, VPRP, at the University of California, Davis, uh, it'll show you his staff there. And it's just, you know, a handful of people. So they need $5 million for less than 10 people to crunch stats? Yes. Is that not just a violent overpayment? I would say so, yes. The violence being done here is the violence being done against California taxpayers, against their property, taking their money. And the worst part of it is that they're taking our money to fund so-called research, which is really just propaganda designed to take away our civil right of firearm ownership. Now, let me tell you, folks, where you're going to hear stuff like this. How, how does this come out to play? It comes out to play when you hear studies quoted in the news, so-and-so, so-and-so. It also comes out to play when you hear things like these strange radio announcements. And I'm going to make a link here that is starting to happen. 
um, and I don't want to take too much of your time, but no. right now when you hear something about the anti-lead coalition, you're hearing this on the news all the time, that there's lead paint, there's lead, lead causes this, lead causes this. Think about this, folks. We're in Southern California. Okay, this is a major radio campaign on all the stations out here about this lead awareness. We're in Southern California. Everybody but me lives in a newer home. Nobody has lead paint in their home. Nobody. Even I've, you know, I'm in a house that's 125 years old. I'm about the oldest house in my entire city. We don't have lead paint in there. Everything's been covered and, and taken care of. But they're pushing this lead poisoning, lead poisoning. Why do you think that is? Do you have people out there licking paint chips? No, you don't. Because the next step is once you have it in your head that lead is bad, what do we have to ban? Because where is lead used all the time? Ammunition. Ammunition. This is a long-term plus, just like when you hear the um, the cardboard, California Air Resource Board, saying it's a no-burn day in February. You've got 100-mile visibility. But, but suddenly they're saying there's no no-burn days. Then there was three of them five years ago, then seven, then 12, then 40. Now there's 60. Oh, my gosh. Now we have to have a no-diesel day. We have to have a no-shooting day. We have to use all these different agencies coming at us from different areas. And people like this Garen Wintermute, they sneak their way in like a little tick and they embed themselves in the bloodstream of public money. And they're doing their master's bidding, which is trying to destroy your Second Amendment rights. These are God-given rights listed for us in the, in the Bill of Rights. We have, they were fought for. They were bled over to make sure that you have them. And people like this are trying to use your money, your resources against you to take them away from you. Ayn Rand would say we're giving bullets to them to shoot at us. Yes, exactly. Okay, then you're correct. Yes. (laughs) It's all part of of a big picture, Philip, you know, and... When we were in Sacramento last week, and I say we because uh, my uh, colleague, Dr. Arthur Prisbinda, uh, he's our social media director for doc- uh, Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. We went to Sacramento together as witnesses in formal opposition to Senate Bill 1006. That was April 19th. That was April 19th. And uh, I was giving my testimony, um, and I had made this quotation going back to 1996, and this is... Uh, what we part of the testimony that we had given 20 years before in front of in Washington DC in front of the House Appropriations Committee quote we're going to systematically build a case that owning firearms causes deaths we're doing the most we can do given the political realities end of quote and you could have heard a pin drop this was Dr. P.W. O'Carroll, a top official at the Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and he was quoted saying that in the February 1989 issue of the Journal of the American Medical Association. Again, the AMA, the big, the big dog. The AMA, the big dog, who, of course, was in support of this whole agenda back then and still is. Right. Well, as I said, when I read this in committee last Tuesday, the 19th, you could have heard a pin drop. It was obvious that nobody on that committee wanted to hear me say that. So I continued with my testimony. How long were you given? I was given eh, two minutes, supposedly. Sometimes you can go on a little bit longer. But I had tailored my testimony to be two minutes, and that so, was it. So I want to. I'm going to actually I'm gonna tease a little bit here because we'll pick it up with what you actually had to say. But you had two minutes in order to get up there and do this. You actually had to be invited, right? 
So you had to go through some hoops. You had to yes. write. You literally, and I wanted people to hear this, you had to write a letter of opposition to be entered as a witness. That's right. And then follow the schedule, get on a plane, get a hotel, come to Sacramento. Follow the schedule, which was moved three times or four times? Three, three times. So they, it was supposed to be April 5th, then it went to April 12th, then April 19th, all in hopes of making sure that you have to work that day and you can't be there. It, it's unbelievable the, the little rat games that these guys use, these egg-sucking snakes up in Sacramento that are using their power against us as a citizen. So folks, hang on. We're going to find out what happened to this committee right after this. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons! Persians, come and get them! You gotta love that stance, folks. Mulan Lave. This is Philip Naiman. I'm here with Dr. Timothy Wheeler, Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. This man is doing yeoman's work. He's actually out there on the front lines. He's taken the verbiage that we use here, G-O-Y-A, which stands for get off your couch and get in the fight. This is a guy 20 years ago, before, well, all of us were oblivious to what was happening, got on a plane, used his own funds, started this group, went to Washington, D.C. to fight for your rights. This last week, he was just out there in Sacramento again, fighting for your rights. And and the people who are in charge, the egg-sucking snakes, um, or Democrats, as other people call them, up in Sacramento, they do not want to hear the truth. They are agenda-driven from A to Z. They have a, they're there to push their master's bidding, and nothing else can stand in their way. So this... This hearing, you had to write a letter of opposition to get entered as a witness. Yes. Then they gave you three different dates to run you around with airfare and hotel reservations and time off and who knows what else. Just, again, they stretch it out just to see if you can't make it. Then finally, you're allowed two whole minutes. Yes. That's the way it worked. And during this entire hearing on... You know what I'd like to do right now? Sure. I would like to hear your full two minutes. Oh, happy to. (laughs) You have two minutes. All right, here we go. Madam Chair and members of the committee, thank you. I am Timothy Wheeler, MD, the Director of Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership, and I respectfully speak in opposition to Senate Bill 1006. We're going to systematically build a case that owning firearms causes deaths. We're doing the most we can do, given the political realities. 
That was Dr. P.W. O'Carroll, a top official at the Federal Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Madam Chair, and he was quoted in the February 1989 issue of the Journal of the American Medical Association saying that. Here's another quotation from a prominent firearm researcher in Senator Wilkes' district. This quote is from the April 2001 UC Davis Medical School's newsletter, The Matrix, quote, There was a huge, amply funded political organization that basically said, guns are a good thing, and we don't care how many people die, end of quote. That was the UC Davis's own Dr. Garen Wintemute insulting several million Americans who are the National Rifle Association. Madam Chair, if I had 120 minutes to speak today instead of 120 seconds, I still wouldn't have enough time to describe all the times. Okay, that buzzer was where Senator Lonnie Hancock, the chair of the committee, cut off my testimony and would not let me proceed anymore. So you didn't get your 120 seconds? I didn't. Did you get your airfare refunded? I didn't get my airfare refunded. I didn't get my hotel stay refunded. Well, why did you need a hotel? You're only there 120 seconds. <laughs> I could have just hung out on the street, I guess, outside. Yeah, yeah. So basically, all they want is a tweet. 140 characters or less is all you can talk to them. Well, it depends on who you are. Now, now sometimes they will let testimony run over the two minutes. But here's what I would have said, and I was almost done. Uh, I still wouldn't have enough time to describe all the times Dr. Garen Wintemute has cleverly used the medical literature to slander gun owners. Uh, By the way, he was standing right there as I said this. Instead, I will leave you with an observation from the Matrix article, the one that I quoted before, by Patsy Kurokawa. She was a former chief consultant to the assembly speaker. She said, quote, as far as California is concerned, it's safe to say that every bill related to gun control has originated with Garen. End of quote. So this wouldn't be the same Garen Ventimut that... Uh is in charge of the Violence Prevention Research Center program at UC Davis, who is about to get $5 million hard-earned dollars from Americans and Californians sent to him and his puny little staff so they can continue to spread lies. That's the same one, Dr. Oh, Garen Wintemute. And apparently he... I thought it was a con- just coincidence. as two same guys, Garen Wintemute. <laughs> I, I didn't know. But this guy is plugged in. Dr. Wintemute is definitely plugged in. I mean, he's on a first-name basis with these capital insiders who are there every day in front of these committees begging for money and getting it, by the way. Like a tick on a rhino's beep. Okay, so... I, I beat myself for you there, Dan. That's producer Dan. <laughs> yeah, they're they're embedded. These people are are in there sucking the lifeblood out of the economy, and they're shaping policy. And that's the saddest thing is we have tools that are elected to our government, tools being used by other people with other agendas, and they're just willing instruments. So Lonnie Hancock, what's in it for her? What's in it for her is implementing this agenda of control and it's all about people control uh, incidentally one there were a number of bills that were heard in that committee that day and one of the uh, uh, legislative liaisons on our side uh, mentioned that one of those bills was clearly unconstitutional and uh, that the committee would it w- was ignoring the constitution in passing these bills. And uh, 
the chair, Senator Lonnie Hancock, actually laughed at him. She mocked him from the podium. That's what these people think of our freedoms in Sacramento. And so here's here's the thing is, folks, Lonnie Hancock mocking the Constitution, openly openly promoting bills that violate the Constitution knowingly. This person took an oath on the Bible to protect and defend the Constitution of the State of the United States. They have broken their oath. Why aren't they impeached? Why aren't they driven out of office? If we had, what's that called? Oh, an attorney general that wasn't corrupt and in tank with these people. Oh, wait, ours is. Um, but if we, <laughs> if we had people there or a sheriff in the city that could say, you know what? We have to bring charges up. They've broken their oath. They're liars. They're liars and they're thieves. And, and they're stealing. This is a the theft of $5 million from the public treasury to be gifted to somebody to help them with their agenda. This is not in public interest. This is not in public safety. This isn't rebuilding the potholes and the roads. This isn't even pouring money down the, the, the brown streak bullet train idea. This is even more of a waste of money on this. And it's theft from you. When you sold your house and you had to pay capital gains tax, the state of California in the form of income tax on your 1040s, right? That's your money. When you had to pay an extra 8 or 9% on the car you bought, depending on what county you bought it in, that's your money. Your money, your $5 million is going to Garen Vintemut so he can get out here and tell people that you're a bad guy and you're the problem. Now, of all these bills, I think there was 8 or 10 or some of them that are out so far, of all these bills, none of them recognize that it's the criminals that are the issue. And when I say this is... None of them say that if you use a firearm, none of these new bills, in commission of a crime, you have a mandatory X sentence. No parole, no get out of good time, no no rock and roll, no conjugal visits with whatever thing you choose. Um, none of them are at that. They're all aimed at, at good citizen law-abiding owners at this point. That's right. And... I've got to tell our listeners here in the Inland Empire that many of our legislators, this isn't all just uh, Berkeley Democrats, okay, people from University of California, Berkeley. We would expect people, legislators in the Bay Area of California to have certain beliefs and to behave in a certain way. But let me tell you, your legislators here in the Inland Empire and in Southern California in areas well outside of Los Angeles are going along with this. Why? Because nobody has told them not to, or very few people have. You have not told them not to do this. You have not expressed your outrage. I know many of you have, and God bless you for doing that. Uh, It's great that you participate in our democracy. But what has to happen is for our local legislators to hear from you. And earlier in the program, Phil mentioned uh, the NRA members' councils. Um. I would advise you to go to the NRA Member Council website. That's NRA Members Councils, C-O-U-N-C-I-L-S dot com. Go to their website and turn yourself in. Sign up as a foot soldier in their army because that's the way you can make a difference. They've been making a difference for for years in California. You don't hear much about it because a lot of the work they do is behind the scenes. But believe me, they have stopped some of the worst most horrible gun control bills you can imagine, and you didn't hear about them because they stopped them. So I'm going to ask you this question. When this passes through committee, when your rights are taken away, when this crud is signed by our moonbeam governor and you have to live under it, when are you going to realize that you were part of the issue 
that didn't stand up and take this on. You have got to have responsibility out there. Being a responsible gun owner means you vote correctly and that you're on top of this and that you spread the word. That's an important thing. Training is awesome. I do training all the time, but this guarantees our basic rights. We'll be right back after this. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use-of-force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? I hate guns, and I can't imagine why anyone would want to own one. If I had my way, guns for sport would be registered and all other guns would be banned. Folks, this was a quote from Dr. Deborah Prothrow-Stith. Now, she was a dean. It's easy for you to say. (laughs) She was a dean at the Harvard School of Public Health when she wrote that in her book, Deadly Consequences. That was back in the 1990s. Deadly Consequences. Uh, This, you know, a declaration of prejudice like this, I hate guns. A a declaration of prejudice like this should have been a career killer for an academic. But three months ago, Dr. Prothrow Stith was appointed the dean of the Charles Drew University College of Medicine here in Los Angeles. You know, it's just astonishing that a career academic would be appointed as a medical school dean after literally declaring her hatred for one of our enumerated civil rights. And the worst thing is that hoplophobic attitudes like this are common. They're the rule in the medical and public health establishment. Now, I wanted to start this session with that quote. So thank you very much there, Dr. Timothy Wheeler, for reading that for me. But it is important for people to understand this is the mindset that we are up against. Hoplophobic, absolutely. They're afraid of firearms. They they hate firearms irrationally. It's an irrational hate. They don't hate criminals. They don't hate the people who murder and steal and, and burglarize and injure people. They don't hate them. Matter of fact, they find no fault in those people. They, they attribute everything bad in the world to an inanimate object. Not only do they hate the Second Amendment rights, but they hate the First Amendment right that we have to speak out against it and to, to point the light on what it is that they are doing. Just like the, the mistreatment you received in Sacramento at the hands of our state senator, Lonnie Hancock, um, it is unbelievable the hubris, absolute hubris and disrespect for the... Uh, California citizens, and the only reason they are allowed to to operate with this level of disrespect, hubris, content for you, contempt, uh, 
for you, uh, the citizens, is because you take it. You take it. You do not knock on doors. You don't make phone calls. You don't write letters. You don't get in their face in a polite, stern manner. You don't do that. And and guys, we are up against the wall. Gals, it's not to be sexist here. I'm talking people in general. We are up against the wall here. And I want to speak out to those of you who have lived in this state for quite some time. You know, maybe you're 50 and above. Okay, we have quite a, a large population of people who are retired or near retired. And I know a lot of you are looking for something to do. Guys, this is your fight. Gals, people, folks. I need a, a catch-all phrase. This is this is your fight. You have to get involved. NRA Members Council is a great place. California Rifle and Pistol Association is a great place. I don't care which group you get involved in. I don't care if you do it by yourself. Doctors for Responsible Gun Ownership. Send them some money. Help them cover these uh, flights. But this is your fight. If not you, who? Look down the line. All right, I'm talking to you guys that are over 50 like myself. Look down the line. Is that next group going to fight for their rights? They can't keep their pants up. <laughs> this, you, you know, they can't keep their face out of their iPhone. They can't keep their pants up. Realize this is your fight. You have to be involved here. You've got to get involved. You have the time. It doesn't take a lot of money to go to city council meetings. It doesn't take a lot of money to visit Mark Stein North or any of the other state legislators. You need to knock on their doors. You need to go to their coffee with the councils. You need to see these people, write your letters, make your phone calls. You have this time now. This is your fight. Not everybody can move to Texas. I'm kind of tired of everybody moving to Texas. Let's stay in California. This is our home. Let's win it back. Let's win it back. You know, but this is an absolute fight. Realize it for what it is. Realize that this is your charge and you have to stand up and do what it is. Look, I'm on the air. My name, right? my persona, I'm on the air. We're, we're pushing this out. Don't think that this is just fun. This, I have repercussions in my business over this. And it's because this is an important thing for me. I believe in our Constitution. I believe in our Bill of Rights. I believe that, that God runs the universe, and I'm willing to do what it takes to stand up for those beliefs. And that's what we're calling you out to do, is to get involved in this. We're talking about one little act, SB 10006. This act um, is just a $5 million theft of your money, but you know that's fine. There are other things that this particular state... Um, legislature session is trying to do also. One of them is basically ban all center fire semi-automatic rifles as we know them today, making them registered as assault weapons. Now only, and let me just say this cleanly, only every time registration is required, it is only always followed by confiscation. And then it is followed with totalitarianism and death of the populace. Look, don't ask me. Ask the people who lived under Lenin, Stalin, Hitler, Mao, Pol Pot, Che Guevara. Um, just pick any of these. Pick, a, pick a, a country in Africa. Just pick any one of them randomly. Pick any Islamic country randomly. You tell me where I'm wrong, okay? I'll buy you lunch if you can point me out where I'm wrong. 
I'll pick the restaurant, but I'll buy you lunch. It's important that you get in the fight here. And, and I want to thank Dr. Wheeler. He has taken his time, his money, his effort. This takes time away from your family. When your name is out there in the, in the field and it's known by people such as Hancock and De Leon and uh, Wintermute and these other people, uh, repercussions happen. But these are people who stand up. They're standing up for your rights and this is your fight. You need to come alongside them and stand with them. So we're gonna we're gonna be involved in this. June seventh is the next voting thing. As we as we talked about before, we want to make sure that Stransky is is not uh, elected as a judge in Riverside. Guys, this gals, this is your fight. This is the fight for the future. Because, like I said, find me a twenty year old that understands where they're going. Right. We have to carry this. We, you know, maybe we're still helicopter parents. I don't care. This is still a job that has to get done. And I hate to take up all the time on that, but um, I'm going to leave you the last couple of minutes here. Dr. Wheeler, let you finish with your thoughts and what you want to do from here. Well, thanks, Phil. You know, all of those thoughts that you've you've laid out here, the the call for involvement in political affairs. Uh, is so important, so important. And I know people get tired of hearing this, and I know that people are, oftentimes think that whatever they do or whatever they say is is wasted on their legislators. But let me tell you something. I've been around in California now for enough years and seen this struggle for our civil right to own a firearm. I I have seen it evolve and play out as bad as things are now. Believe me, they would be so much worse. We wouldn't have any guns now. They would have gone door to door and taken them away. If not for people who have actually gone to their legislators' offices, and you can look them up online, it's easy to do, gone to their legislators' offices and say, hey, uh, excuse me, but um, I understand that there is, uh, they're going to pass a law that is going to make me a criminal because I own a magazine that holds more than 10 rounds by the way you better look out for that one because you're going to be one of those criminals if you have a a 10 round magazine or over get involved It, it does make a difference talk to your legislators don't give up the faith and talk to especially go to the people who are in your opposition party okay and oftentimes here's the the ruse if you call them up they say well what's your zip code okay so look them up first so if, you, if you're calling somebody in Chino Hills as state legislator, look up the Chino Hills zip code. <laughs> say I'm in 902, whatever it is, right? Have your information down and say, look, this is a bill. Just be, you know, You're voting on it. It's a statewide bill. You have the right to, to talk to these people. They have an unbelievable amount of pressure from the left to walk in lockstep. I once saw a leftist uh, congressman make a correct vote. I could not believe the hate. He had like 300 negative comments on Facebook in about an hour. People from New Jersey, from Florida, from wherever, Rhode Island, commenting on his decision, right? He made the right decision. He paid for it dearly because of the pressure from the left. And do you think he's going to make the right decision again? Probably not because he's a coward anyway. But he, he, he will bend to that pressure. We need to apply the pressure in the correct ways on our side. Dr. Wheeler, thank you very much. You're, it's awesome. Um, I want to leave you folks out there with one, one statistic. There are 10 deaths per 100,000 firearms 
14 deaths per 100,000 Priuses. Folks, we need Prius control. Dr. Timothy Wheeler, thank you very much for all that you do, and we'll have you on again. Thank you, Philip. When you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Mop and Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets for when you care enough to send the very best, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.